0: This episode of Carpathian Kittens is brought to you by GameFly. GameFly puts video games where they belong in the hands of the gamers who love them. The GameFly website and mobile app for iPhone, iPad, and Android all make it easier for you to buy, rent, and play games that you love for less. GameFly.com has thousands of new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Switch, Wii U, and 3DS, as well as older systems and movies. As a GameFly member, You can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much and you don't want to send it back, you can keep it. For a low used price, there are never any due dates or late fees. Click on the link in the description below to receive a free 30 day trial on us. Hello and welcome to Carpathian Kittens.
1: I know that I have asked you all for everything, but now I am going to give all of this back to you as long as you are willing to pay 80% of your income in taxes.
2: I have three just in the White House. Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. You know how many houses I own? None. Because I put hotels on those bitches. Boardwalk, motherfucker. Uh. <laughs>
0: Thanks for that. (laughs) You fucking idiot.
1: Just hit him with that shit. Fucking nice, uh, nice (laughs) documents. Yeah. Fuck. I was still drinking that. Not anymore, you're not. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. We eat ovaries. So say we all.
0: So 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 we Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Carpathian Kittens. With me, Cole Bruner,
1: and me, Justin Prescott.
2: And me, Tyler Bruner. What was your favorite part of Pensacola? Axton. Eating that fucking pizza on Sunday. <laughs> the pizza that,
1: was, good. that was the by far the best part. That pizza was good. As That's part. been the best part of my month.
2: That was the first time you ever eaten that pizza. Yeah, it's nope. the first time
1: I'd eaten there, and it's the first time I'd eaten have eaten like real pizza in about three months. Yeah, that place is fucking. Well, two best. months, two months. Yeah, it's delicious. Graffiti Pizza downtown Pensacola. Check it out. Yeah,
2: that shit's awesome.
0: Yeah, it was... It was wonderful, wonderful pizza. <laughs> it wasn't even... The, I didn't
2: get the, the kind that super good. What's kind of super good? It's for it's judo good. and uh, cream cheese. Mm, that sounds it's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> it is so fucking good. That sounds incredible. <laughs> it is so good.
1: It sounds like that's going to be hard to walk away from. <laughs> it's so good. Mm, yeah.
0: uh, I don't know if I had... I can't think of it, like a favorite part. I think overall like just the uh i just think of almost overall interactions like all the way through of cool.
2: oh, what james Ol- almost
1: panel i like that i like that i like what he had to say um it was cool listening to his stories i thought it was cool that he like went on early and he stayed like past time
3: mm-hmm. right
4: Uses them in the movies, every morning, so they just—they they can't get arrested, and they're great artists, great actors, great people of the theater and, and motion picture, and, who've given so much to, of themselves to this craft. And they just—you know—the new breed is in, and, you know, new faces coming. So I've been very fortunate. I mean, I've been doing this for 50 years, and I really honestly tell you, I live a very privileged life because I get to tell stories. And because of all of you that are sitting in this room and uh, who have uh, seen me in one thing or another and most of your, uh, I've seen me probably in Battlestar, and Blade
3: Runner, Agents uh, of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Dexter, and all those great <laughs> television shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, Miami Bryant,
2: <laughs> what a program that was
4: um, <laughs> hey, when, when I did that
2: program it was a tough one let me tell you, that was uh,
4: really outside my little house, big time but uh, I was appreciative of it I got to do it, so to answer your question the thing I feel the most uh, is I've very privileged and I can't tell you how fortunate I have been to be able to actually live my entire life inside of this art form, inside of storytelling, doing theater for 15 years, not getting any money for it. Finally, I do a piece of work called Zootsu, and uh, from there, <laughs> it was a really an incredible piece of theater. After 14 and a half years of doing theater for free, mm-hmm. literally, used to cost us money every time we went to perform, um, I made uh, $250 a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right after that's that, well, yeah. I, I was getting paid, paid. <laughs> I'm doing theater and getting paid. Are you get it? It's fantastic. But what it was was a role that changed the course of my life. It was a role that literally catapulted me into a space of artistry that could never have imagined. Uh, the. Um, uh, uh, People who hand out the, uh, the Tonys okay, uh, proclaimed it, the character that portrayed, they claim to be one of the three most uh, American characters to arise on the American stage in the history of American theater. I hold court with Stanley Kowalski, Willie Loman, and Albert Chico three definitive American characters to rise on the American stage. And I was very proud of uh, of the fact that, for one, that I I was lucky enough to be prepared enough to handle the responsibility, because it was a big one. I was 31 years old, and uh, like I said, I hadn't really broken in broken loose yet at all. And um, I had gotten my sack card in 72, doing Aloha, Bobby and Rose, and then I ended up 1978 doing this piece of work. And I, I was at the same time doing another piece of work. that was uh, For Free at uh, Ralph Waits uh, Theater. And uh, I did uh, that one for a year. Or and uh, then I went and I auditioned for Zoot Suit, and I got it, and the world changed. Right after that I did Zoot Suit, I did Wolfen. Ralph, he got me, and I went, please come and help me do Wolfen. I can't do it because it's a Native American and I'm Native American but I think you, you're saying that it's a Mohawk so you go out and you find yourself a Mohawk, a real Mohawk and you put him into this part of the jury. And he says, well we've been trying to sit down. You go and you try to find yourself a real Mohawk and if you can't find it then you're going to have to get me sanctioned by the American Indian
5: Movement.
4: Mm-hmm and that was woo, woo, Russell Means the mm-hmm. and the uh, boys. And they were a tough group, and they were really, I mean, they were militant, they were top-wounded That was Russell and all the boys, and they were really intense. But they were the, the custodial guard of the integrity and the dignity of the First Nation people of the United States of America. And uh, so I said, you're going to have to get them to sanction me, as I'm an indigenous person. But you're going to have to get them to sanction me, which is, I'm another tribe, to allow me to play that role. And if you can get that clearance, and uh, good luck. <laughs> 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 and uh, he went, and he did. Nine months later, came back and says, okay, we got to go to New York. What are you talking about? He goes, well, the, the American Indian Movement is going to meet with you. All the chiefs of all the tribes, all the nations are going to meet with you. <laughs> really? <laughs> I said, okay. And so um, we went and they they said, these people have gone around, they've seen everybody that we put in front of them. and uh, But we understand the difficulty of what they're asking. And uh, we would be honored if you, as a First Nation person in the Nile, Mecca, uh, 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 Yaqui, uh, would come and help us to portray this in Jesus person. I said, Mah. And so I did it, but that was the first thing I did right after zutsu. Then after that, the next thing I did was play running. That was the second thing I did. And then that was just <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, and that was the strangest thing because, again, talking about opportunities and being lucky, in other words, prepared for the, you know, Opportunity, that's luck. Okay, sheer unadulterated luck. You ever define luck, you define it that way. When opportunity needs preparedness, that's luck. And uh, I was lucky, and uh, and I walked in to uh, talk with um, Ridley, and Ridley asked me, and I said, we'd like to have you play a role. And and, uh, he said, uh, I said, know, yeah, well, I would love to help you with that the script. It was a very small role, yeah, I, I said very little. You remember the role was, I uh, said a few things, and uh, very, very few, and uh, I was just like a, a driver. <laughs> I was an Uber guy <laughs> <laughs> for Decker, right? That's what they thought, and, uh, then that's when I said, but I'd like to have some uh, situation. And This is when I really learned. The strength and the power of understanding what great artistry is. Because what great artistry is, is a security in oneself so strong that you allow growth around you. And Ridley was one of the strongest men that I've ever worked with. Because, you know, I came up with some suggestions like city speak. You know, what's that? <laughs> It's like a combination of five or six or maybe 10 different languages rolled into one, you know? And uh, so I would say I am in French going to and Portuguese pick up and Vietnamese this glass in Spanish. <laughs> and if you know all those four languages, you can understand what I'm talking about. But if you don't, then, hey, you know what? It's all gibberish to you. And then he said, uh, and I brought in the whole uh, Asian influence, you know? And what it, uh, and uh, he allowed all these things, and I had creative control of my character. I had it in Wolfen and I had it in Zutsu. And so they gave it to me. And he said, You got it. And so I went off to Berlitz and took the small words that I had, you know, and uh, learned different languages to put them into the different languages. I made this character up to be. And uh, I designed my clothes and my look. Very multicultural, and I said in the year 2019, it's going to be a really multicultural mm. country. <laughs> and lo and behold, <laughs> and we're not lying. <laughs> yeah, I think by within 20 years, I think there will be more people of color than there will be uh, Caucasian people in the United States of America, and that's the biggest fear that America has—they're losing their country. They the Caucasian cultures, which dominated the country. At the the, beginning of the 20th century, 1900, there were 90% Caucasian people, 10% all others. And that's what the ratio was. And then as time went on, by the year 2000, the the beginning of the the 21st century, uh, it had changed to, they said 3070, but I think they were off a little bit. (laughs) And now, here we are in 2020, and I've got to tell you, this census is going to show us to be a little closer than people want to be. And that's truly the gift of, of humanity because, like I've said it 20 times over, and I said it in Battlestar and I said even before I was doing Battlestar, I brought it into the equation, was that there's only one race, everybody. And you all know it. There's one race. And that race... <laughs> That race is the human race, period, okay? And inside the human race, there are African cultures, there are Caucasian cultures, there are Latin cultures, Asian indigenous, they're great, great cultures. But you cannot tell me that the English are like the Irish. (laughs) You cannot tell me that the, you know, that the Guatemalan is like the Argentinian. You cannot tell me that the Koreans are like the Japanese, Um, okay? You can't, but they're all Asian cultures. They're all Latin cultures. They're all Caucasian cultures. And I'll tell you, but we are only one race. And how many of you saw that when I said it uh, back in 2009, they invited us to the uh, uh, UN, the United Nations. Did anyone see that on YouTube? Okay, for those of you that are not raising your hand, do yourself a favor listen to the four-minute section of a a three-and-a-half-hour presentation that the United Nations presented to the world using Battlestar Galactica.
3: (laughs) Uh, What's that? (laughs) Do you remember that one? That, I mean,
4: forget it. You guys know only, for those that didn't raise your hand, you haven't seen what happens when the entire United Nations did that.
3: Wow. you got to watch
4: it, it's like it'll make you cry. Mm. It will, it really will make you cry. There's Mary McDonald herself, Ron Moore, and David Archie, and Whoopi Goldberg was the moderator. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, there was jam Bat, from all over the world, people from all over the world, all the you can hear us. and then there was press from all over the world, and that's what they wanted, because what they did, they presented Battlestar as a means of being able to say, quote unquote, this is what we do at the UN. The very first thing that they attacked and that they showed was reconciliation. The silence and the human beings had to get together and become friendly and help each other for both of those cultures to survive. And without one or the other, we wouldn't have made it either one. And that's what reconciliation is. That's the main goal of the UN. How to bring about reconciliation? You know, the different situations we find on the planet. And then, of course, uh, children in war, you know, right to choose, right to life. They, we, we dealt with a lot of the really good stuff that we all argue about every day. And uh, it was really an amazing time. So we went and did, you know, this, off of, off of Blade Runner, of course, off of this understanding of what I just explained to you to Zutsu and then Miami Vice and I kept um I've been very lucky. Right now I'm doing Mayans. Anybody watching Mayans right now? Hey, all right. There's twelve of us. Yay. <laughs> no, that's very cool. If you haven't seen Mayans, well how many of you uh, saw Sons of Anarchy? Okay, 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 okay. For well, those of you that saw Sons of Anarchy and enjoy and enjoyed it, you will love for those of you that didn't see Sons of Anarchy or didn't like Sons of Anarchy, do not watch <laughs> <the Lions. laughs> under any circumstances. Do not watch it. Watch Bambi. <laughs> do not watch. It is entirely, it's darker than the Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine where you're going if you want to go there around again. You watch Suns, so you remember going, "Whoa, but this mine's much darker."
3: Another question. <laughs> 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 You're making my job too easy. So you—it's interesting that you've been part of things like we
1: talked about William Runner, that came back around both in,
3: in the sequel and also in popularity. Um, and then you were in the Magic Battlestar Galactica. And also, it, one of my favorite films is Selena. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is great. And, and even her popularity has come back around this a generation of people who probably didn't even, weren't even born when she was still with us.
1: So um, that's, how, what's it like to be part of these things that are coming back in relevancy of
3: pop culture?
4: Grateful, that's what I am. Because basically, this is what's beautiful about the art form of the audio-visual event. Remember, it's an audio-visual event. Very, very distinct, because people forget that without the
3: audio, the vision wouldn't have the power that it has. The audio is what really makes you go
4: deep inside and attacks your subconscious mind. It really annihilates you. You have no idea what you're doing to yourself. Every time you go see a film or watch television, or even on the monitor in your little screen, when you allow yourself to go inside, all the messages that are being projected, you take in. And like a computer, you take it all in, and they they go straight to the subconscious mind. They go through the conscious mind, and the conscious mind thinks that it's in control of everything. It's the one with the ego, you know. And if you're Einstein, you might lose 11 percent, eight to 11 percent of your brain in consciousness. Me, I'm dyslexic, so I'm about four or four (laughs) and (laughs) a half percent. But most of us are, I guess, between five and seven and your IQ is really high up there but um, most of us don't realize what is the rest of the brain doing during that the usage of it and you've got to remember the brain turns on in the beginning of the end of the first trimester so three months into it boom, the brain goes on and starts to work to help the body grow and help all the inside develop so here we are with uh, working, looking at these images, thinking in our consciousness that we have it under control. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, we sit there and we'll be eating our popcorn and we say, oh, Margaret, did you see that? Oh my gosh, <laughs> look at that. I mean, your eyes just bulge out. and look so real now. Wow. Special effect. ooh, they just beheaded up. Whoa, that was good. Damn, that looked real, didn't it? Wow, yeah. Well, guess what? Your conscious mind is saying that was a movie, but the con- subconscious mind just takes it all in. It doesn't have any filters. It just like lets it all come in, and you have it in there. And then, you know, how many of you saw Jaws? <laughs> how many of you, the next time you went to the beach, you just went scurrying to the water and you jumped? <laughs> <in the sky>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did, I, I believe you. you
3: Not healthy.
4: You know, it it uh, the scene with me and uh, and uh, President. same way they use that book, they use that it. it motivates and inspires and they use it, and, and boy, it really works. Again, talking about subconscious mind, it allows kids to feel that, man, these kids that we're watching you can do it. Man, come on, I can do this. But you have to have faith and trust in the teacher that's teaching you, that they won't abandon you. It's like a language, it is a language. And like anybody that's ever studied language, boy, you get in there and go, oh, it's so hard, man, it's hard to remember. I can't remember, I can't remember it. It's so hard, and it takes repetitive repetitive, repetitive work to learn language. And uh, especially at, over the age of 12, from zero to 12, it's really easy to learn, learn languages. From 12 on, it gets to be a lot different. But uh, mathematics is a, a common language amongst all humanities. Calculus is the same all over the world. And so physics and everything else. You can talk using numbers, to but you can't speak to each other
3: in common language. So to me, uh, that movie is amazing. Stand and Deliver took uh,
4: almost a year for me. To, it took us five years to raise the money. We had to raise 1.2 million dollars. <laughs> It's a lot of money for me. It is, and we have, and nobody wanted to, to sponsor it. Nobody wanted to make the movie about a school teacher in the inner city who helps school children <coughs> take a test.
3: <laughs>
4: that's the, that's the theme of the movie, right? This teacher who helps inner city school kids pass an examination, and then of course, in the passing of the examination, they do so well and they're the best in the country coming from an inner city that the school was being, you know, losing its accreditation, that they ended up, uh, you know, not believing them. And they called them cheaters because they didn't miss enough.
3: Oh. Um.
2: That was the reason
4: that they made them take the test over again. And they gave them one day to study the test before they, I mean, study for the test to take it over again. And the Princeton Educational Testing Service Came in and uh, he had to teach them refreshing because they take they take you take your. of the script and he says well it's a movie I said that's not what I'm asking him I'm asking what do you think of the script as well he goes for instance Thank you for taking care of my kangaroos A.W.A. We, we lose his Because I often wondered how does a guy like this get a bunch of kids that are rebellious and make them listen to him? what happened and stand and deliver was truly a gift and it's probably (laughs) No, no, no.
0: totally Cylon on him. That's a show I've never seen, by the way. It's really it good. Is so
2: fucking and so good. I was like,
0: maybe I'll watch that. You should. But I don't know what platform is that on.
2: Uh, I think it's on Hulu. It's in my closet. Yeah, it's and also in
0: the closet. In the closet. Goddamn, everything's in the closet. I can watch fucking Dr. Horrible <laughs>
1: and fucking Battlestar Galactica. I'm pretty sure it's in it's on Hulu. Uh, so here's the thing about that. So that show also got hit by the writer's strike, so mm-hmm. the third season is fucking garbage. It's terrible.
2: It's um, very strange too, because you're used to this and it's great, great, great. Yeah, well, true. The they could have. They could have. They could have done like three or four episodes and ended it after like the first two seasons. and It would have been fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Because then it just got very strange. And then they got actually it just got strange.
0: The one that suffered the most, I still feel like, is Heroes. Heroes,
2: riches. The riches got fucking. Yeah, the, that one got struggled the most because it fucking, but it kept it kept going on with it and it was garbage. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're gonna go in
0: this way now, and it's just like you, you should really stop. Yeah. Riches just got canceled because of it. That's the strike right? is yeah. Such a good fucking show. Okay. I because I like even. Even the trying to revive heroes still kind of like failed miserably because of the shit that like happened from that strike and it's just like
1: so I didn't even I, I, I watched was, the first
2: episode of that it, just, yeah. it didn't feel like fucking heroes it didn't feel like heroes at all it didn't no. feel like he close to it it's kind of kind of like thinking you're watching a Batman show and you're watching Gon- it's because you're not <laughs>
0: watching because you weren't watching it from like the majority of the perspective of the you know the guy with the horn and glasses yeah and it's just like like okay, like, which this is what I tagged in for man. Which
1: I will say, like the concept of those, like that group of people and what they were doing, awesome premise for a show. Right. If heroes had just it's been them doing that, then that would have been cool. Like you probably would have had a really good show, but that wasn't what it was. So I don't want you to come through and be like, oh, we're gonna do heroes and it be that. Right. Like, it needs to be heroes, and it just wasn't.
0: It, yeah, it's like we're gonna do heroes, and it's just like, all right, well, here's some things that I need to happen in heroes if you're gonna bring heroes back. There's gotta be some familiar characters, yeah. Like, at least the hero Nakamura, Jesus fucking Christ, yeah. Which like, I think they, the last episode they brought him in. It's not like is, what else is he big,
1: doing? He's not doing anything, he's not Come busy, on.
0: right? And it's and then it's just like, uh, it's like they was killed he in Meg. He was in the Meg, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was in the yeah. Meg, yeah. Meg was great,
1: which that movie, like, unless he's filming the fucking sequel, which I don't think
0: he is. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the show came out like way before. The yeah, it was game. way
1: before the magazine. Anyway, you know, like shit. But it just wasn't it, man. I'll, how are you gonna have heroes and not have fucking Siler? Yeah. Like, let, yeah. like, what are you what what are you people fucking doing?
0: They didn't like I don't know. They they really just shit the bed. Yeah. And it's like we got Zachary Levi. It's like we love Zachary Levi, but. Yeah. Like I need some, I need some other shit to go with Zachary Levi in order to make this heroes heroes. Yeah, I need, I need, I need something. What's her face?
1: She was dead. Yeah, she's dead. Um. To who? Allie Larder? No, the other one. The cheerleader. Oh, Haven Pantier. But Allie Larder, you know they, it got so weird with her in there. Yeah, they had like three or four different versions of her.
2: Of her. Yeah. She's, yeah, that was fucking strange.
1: They killed off one of the coolest characters in like three episodes. The the girl who could... Was Taskmaster. Yeah. Yeah, they killed her off. Like, she could have been the coolest fuck character on the show. But... Dead. Yeah. That's exactly what they did.
5: Just like, dookied
2: all over it.
1: They're like, whatever the girl's name was, the character's name, the little boy was like
5: hey, these these gangster guys stole my comic books. Can you go steal them back from them? Use your (laughs) your superpowers to get my comic books?
1: And she's like, yeah, I probably can do that. And then she breaks into these fucking dudes' house to steal these comic books back and they show up and they're like, fucking... Nobody steals comic books from us, and they blow up the fucking house. Nobody steals comic
0: books from my stolen comic
1: books. Get them. That's that is she what is a
0: fucking cool character. Yeah. It was like like the first scene with her, and she fucking does that like wrestling move, and she breaks the glass, and like she just, she spins yeah. around and fucks some dude up. So her power is if she sees somebody do something, then she can
1: do it. And I forget what that like what that actual power is called, but you know Taskmaster from yeah yeah. That's that's his power. That's right. what he can do. And so she can do pretty much anything as long as she can see somebody else do it first. And yeah, so she's got a really cool power. And shit, they had a lot
2: of a lot of their superpower People and bad guys and stuff like that. They even had like a puppet master. So. Yeah. It's all recycled from I other mean, and it, and it is
1: and that's cool and that's totally fine because I mean, they did some cool stuff so like some bad guy powers they put them on good guys they put some good guy powers on people that were bad. You know, they mm-hmm. did a lot of mix and match because I mean, honestly, there's not that many fucking powers. I mean, like literally, there are rooms of people at Marvel and DC just sitting there What if they uh, make sparkles? What kind of sparkles? What if oh. they can tweet really fast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: you gotta keep up with the Joneses. You
1: gotta keep up. <laughs> I, I do remember one of the, the cooler episodes. It was one of those alternate timeline episodes where I think uh, Velo, whatever. Peter. Peter, yeah. He like went into the future. Sean and those brothers. Names. Yeah, yeah,
0: and everybody had powers. Seth. Yeah,
1: well, Seth. everybody had powers, Sean. but he goes and he sees like Siler, but Siler's got like a little boy, Right. and he's just being like normal dad. And then those dudes show up and they kill his son, and he's like,
5: "Motherfuckers!" And, and then,
0: like, so Peter's still trying to get his powers back. Yeah. And because he can only do like he can only do one at a time. Right. And he and had so, to
1: touch someone, and he would get that power.
0: Yeah, and
1: no, I don't know. But, was it still then, or was it, he was trying to like, unlock how he could use all the powers at once? Right. At so he
0: so. Siler taught him how to be Siler because they're brothers in and and all choices like this future true. timeline. Yeah, and so Siler breaks the watch and he's like, "You need to fix this watch." And he like throws it in the air and fucking Petrelli just catches it with his mind and then starts fixing it. And he's just like, "Oh, I'm Siler now." That's okay. all right. Yeah, and it the, That's how he started in here. The
1: the t- the ticking thing. Yeah. And but yeah, and then the, that fucking group of assholes shows up and kills his son. It's like, man, you. Came to the wrong house, Bob. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's like it's like uh, John Wick. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you killed the wrong dog, you stupid fuck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool. Wait, whose dog did you kill? Yeah.
1: <laughs> fucking his dog. Oh, that's just fucking uh, Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> it's not a problem.
2: <laughs> no. Ted Th-
1: oh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's about a wild stallion all over your yeah, ass. Yeah, when when's that coming out?
1: I don't know. I think it's coming out next year.
2: Coronavirus <laughs> sure, put that one off. Probably. Fucking, Fucking stupid. Corona.
1: So Danielle, she just actually sent me a a meme.
2: Well, I gotta send y'all a picture. Y'all you know, like this? And y'all can say thing Courtney sent it to me yesterday.
1: I don't know if this is true or not, so I need to fact <laughs> check it. But it says every election year has a disease. So 2004 was SARS, 2008 was avian flu, 2010 was swine flu, 2012 was uh, MERS, M-E-R-S, 2014 was Ebola, 2016 was Zika, that was the one I was trying to talk about, I was trying to remember the other night. Uh, 2018 was Ebola again, and then 2020 is Corona. Hmm. So, you know, there might be something to that. Maybe. Maybe.
2: Just maybe. Maybe.
1: I I just to get on this uh this whole political kick for a second, I cannot fucking wait for whenever they pick whoever they're gonna pick, either it be Bernie or Biden. And then just the hate that is gonna happen
2: from Trump. I just cannot
1: wait. I cannot wait,
2: and I don't know. Bernie, he's a he's a smart man, old piece of shit.
1: Yeah, basically, like I, I just whatever it is, I know it's gonna be fucking brutal, and I I am here for it. I love it so much. Bernie's gonna get out there and listen. I know that I have asked you all for everything, but now I am going to give. All of this back to you as long as you are willing to pay eighty percent of your income in taxes. And Trump's gonna be over there like Hey listen. Did you guys know that this guy right here had three houses? One of them's on a lake and he wants to take everything that you have. I just wanna
2: give you more stuff. Then you know how many houses I have? Yeah. I have three just in the White House. Yeah exactly like, you know how many houses I own
1: none because I put hotels on those bitches <laughs> boardwalk motherfucker uh. yeah oh, yeah that's, that's I mean it's it's, it's, it's it's gonna be so great I just cannot wait boom get some of that mm. stupid ass stupid shit <laughs> oh my god it's gonna be
2: oh. it's gonna be great Oh, you should, uh, I started uh, my second playthrough of Dark Souls 3, <laughs> with oh, yeah. my character. Um, it's ridiculous. I'm I, I've, I've, uh, flying through it. My character is way overpowered right now. My weapons are overpowered, That's what it is. God. I have this chaos blade, it is and wait,
1: wait, So you say the second playthrough, so New Game Plus? Yeah, New Game
2: Plus. All right. <laughs> I... And uh, you know, you get that, you get, cause you'll know, you get, in, right before you fight Vort, the, okay, you get to the first main place, so you get to fight the dragon, whatever, to, mm-hmm. you, it's blowing fire and all that shit, so you sort of shoot it to get it to go away, so you can go run, blah, blah, blah. Um, do all the stuff, and then you get to the gates, and you have the option, you can go talk to the old lady, and then that's where you end up fighting Dancer, of the Boreal Valley, or whatever. The real cool, pretty boss fight. It's like the prettiest in the fucking game as far as I'm concerned. It's my favorite boss fight.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: which is a really hard boss fight. But then on the other side, you don't do that. You're supposed to like talk to the old lady. She gives you this thing, this banner. And then you go to the other side and fight Bort, which is this like dog, beast thing. That yeah. easy, he's fucking easy as shit. So yeah, I go into there. I hit him four times. He's dead. Jesus I'm like, oh, man. But my weapon's a Chaos Blade. He's a, a, a ice-based character, but he's not really weak to fire. He's more weak to dark. And I was like, but I was like, I'm gonna go in here with my Chaos Blade. Cause I also have a ten uh, plus ten great sword, but it's a specialty one. It's it's the, my heaviest hitting thing I have, and it hits like nine hundred eighty or some shit. Uh, so when it actually hits something, it's weak against. It's gonna be like eighteen hundred a piece. So I probably have to hit it like twice and kill the damn thing. But I went in with the chaos play and I was just like, damn, four hits. That, it literally took seconds. It was dumb. Mm. Um, but then I was like, oh, I'm going to go fucking fuck with the Dance of the Boreal Valley, <laughs> which is a, a substantially harder boss fight. Um, but when I went and fought her, you no, know, I, I kicked the shit out of her too. Not as, not as easily though because uh, she, she hits fucking hard. Yeah. Uh, so I would use a couple flasks, But I got 330,000 fucking souls for fighting our new gameplay by yourself. Jesus. So I'm like, God damn. I'll have to rewatch
0: Heroes. I think I have I'm, it somewhere.
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to finish Rescue Me, and I'm like halfway through that. And then I was thinking about doing Nip-Tuck again. Because I never did see the end of that. I never watched all that. Yeah, I, I watched I the end of that. They, they fuck up their own, and own timeline and shit and that, so... What is it with all these folks? Because Rescue Me's fucking wonky towards the end. I remember that's re- weird. Everything. The issue is they decided to do that one fucking heroes. future
0: episode, and then they don't follow anything that they do in that one future episode where you're that like. Future episode's fucking stranger shit. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, there's stuff that should have happened that's mm-hmm. not happening. Think I'm thinking about watching that. And then,
2: then, I'm, my maybe I have seen all of Heroes. so I'm rewatch that.
0: I don't want to watch the new one. I only watched that first episode. and I don't really care. Yeah, I'm watching The Office right now. Because uh, re- I only watched the, the Office up through season three, and I haven't watched beyond season three. <laughs> There's a
3: lot of seasons. So I decided There's to just like start. There's like nine of
0: them. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I've started over to rewatch it all. Yes, those are easy watches. Yeah,
1: yeah, we were watching some some
0: uh, Office today or Danielle ones because I fucking fell
1: asleep. Sundays are for Man, I got the best sleep I've had forever today, but uh, we started watching Lock and Key. I've that's heard that this is wonderful. Great. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. I, uh, I'm i really enjoying it. It's got a lot of cool shit in it. But also, at the same time, like, there's some, some otherworldly shit going on, and people are still worried about high school drama, and it's like, okay, well, I suppose that's a thing you could be worried about, or you could you know not yeah so yeah it's but it's cool it's really good I need to uh, I need to get we need to finish that and then I need to get her to watch the first season of Altered Carbon so I can watch the second season That's the plan with all that. So I don't know what's going to happen. We also need to get frames for the art that we bought at Pensacon. Which I wish I had some pictures of that. We could post it. Oh man. But, whatever.
0: Um. What else did we do at Pensacon that like's worth noting? We did Extra Life. Extra Life with Ray, yeah, that we was did some fun. did an Extra Life with Ray, and that was fun.
1: Yeah.
0: I saw that they were at like two thousand dollars for their goal. Yeah. Which is which is really cool because it's like I don't know if you remember, but Ray already did like seventeen something, or did he do nineteen? I think it was I want to say it was nineteen. Right, so he's
1: raised about four thousand dollars. Right,
0: so he he was already like nineteen in at, after his November stream, and so tagging this on, that's really awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for him. He got some good traction too. He had a got Billy Zane to come down there, and post about it. He posted that on his on his uh, posted about it on his Instagram. That was neat. He had uh, Matt Ryan come down there. The kid who did the motion capture for teenage Groot. There's a there's a lot going on. Yeah. So Yeah. But yeah, right on with that. We gave him some shirts. And don't think anything actually really happened with those, but we gave out some merch. That is true.
0: It's all good. Somebody put stickers of our uh, of our stickers up all over downtown, so... We handed out a ton of stickers. A ton of stickers. Right. I think we... I mean, we still have a good number left, but like... Well, I mean, we had, what, 250 to hand out? No, we had 400 to hand out.
1: We had 400 to hand out? How many we got left?
0: However many is in this. How many is in one pack? So, yeah. let's, let's... How many did you... Packs? Did we start off with six? Yeah. So I'm guessing. Well, plus these like, these cut ones over here. So if I had to guess, we probably have a hundred left.
1: A hundred left. So we handed out like three hundred-ish stickers. Cause I probably got like six or seven still at the house. Yeah. Which is
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: So we handed out a ton of stickers. And that's cool. We had a good time. Walk around. God, I walked like 18 miles. Oh, big yawn. Yeah, I walked like 18 miles. And
0: Probably we per key. day.
1: No, that wasn't per day, but it was... <laughs> felt like it. It felt like it. Good gracious, it felt like it. I was so tired. I was tired all last
0: week. No, after, like, after, you know, I woke up Monday fully, like re-energized. I was like, alright, that was a much, like, very hard sleep. I typically only sleep about, like, four hours at the max each night, mm-hmm. and that was, like, a full eight of, like, you're not waking me.
1: <laughs> That's how I want to sleep tonight. I'm gonna go home and go to bed. I've been thinking about it since I woke up from that nap earlier.
5: Just like, goodness gracious. I'm so sleepy.
0: So, um, this past week I was doing some um, some some paperwork with a client. Mm-hmm. And they're in my office. And uh, they're using my pen, which is okay. But as they finish the paperwork, they go to put the pen back into the pen cup. And they throw it into what they believe is the pen cup. And this is actually my coffee cup that I have a full cup of coffee in. I God like, damn take. Thanks for that. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Just hit him with that shit. Fucking
1: nice, uh... Nice documents. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I was, I was still drinking that. Not anymore, you're not. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Do you like your coffee with black? How, how about some black ink? Yeah, how about some ink?
0: Shit, Fuck man. you. God damn it. Why would you do
1: that? That was a full cup of coffee. Just... Made just the way I like it. <laughs> nah, fuck you. How about that? Yep, that's exactly
0: what happened. <laughs> what, what did you say to him? I just looked at them and I was just like, yep, that was my cup of coffee. <laughs> Oops.
1: Oopsie. Like, it wasn't full, was it? And I'm like, yep. Yep. It's a full cup of coffee. Yeah, that was new. I just got that.
0: It's okay, don't worry about it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. God damn. That's really
1: funny. I would have... I don't know. Maybe you should have yelled at them.
0: I probably should have. Just a total beratement.
1: Yeah. God damn it! This is fucking expensive coffee! What's wrong with you?
0: That shit was falter, so it wasn't expensive.
1: Oh, well, they don't know that. Yeah. This is some of that gourmet shit! Hand pressed.
0: It's that cat shit coffee beans. <laughs> yeah. Civet. Civet coffee. Yeah. I want to try it. No. I don't.
1: That's disgusting.
0: I do. I don't ever want to try cat shit coffee. We eat ovaries.
2: What? And eggs. I mean, not exactly the same thing. I mean. Do you, if you think about it, all the nitty gritty of it, a lot of the shit that we do is gross. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying go around and eat shit, because it smells bad, it probably tastes bad. But this is probably doesn't smell bad, probably doesn't taste bad. It's just the, the nature of the beast. Yeah, I don't want to do it. It is the nature of the beast, because it's naturally coming out of their ass. All the all food or the vegetables you eat getting fertilized by shit.
1: Yeah, but it's not going through an animal's stomach and coming out their asshole.
2: Sounds delicious.
1: <laughs> and most of the time, the fertilizer isn't rubbed on the fucking food. Sometimes it is. <laughs> most of the time it's not.
2: I've seen some videos from like McDonald's and Wendy's across oh, the United States. Oh. Did I see that Wendy's has breakfast now? Yep. Yeah. Have any of y'all had it? Nope. nope. Has it actually come out yet? Yes. I might need to stop by Wendy's tomorrow. <laughs> I just wanted to... Because Taco Bell, when theirs came out, I was skeptical. And that shit's not that bad. Taco Bell's... I have yet to awesome. have Taco Bell breakfasts. It's good, man.
1: Their breakfast burritos are on point.
2: Yeah, they're that flat thing. That gordita flat thing. I don't even know what the hell it is. It's a, a crunch wrap. Breakfast it's crunch wrap. It's fucking good. Yeah, because it's like
1: eggs and then it's a... Big ass hash brown, and there's mm. more eggs and meat on top yeah. of it. It's like sausage, ham in it. It's fucking good. Or, yeah, sausage, I think, there okay. Or bacon. It shit's it's like the shit's off the chain. It's super good. Yeah, it's really good. um Bloodshot comes out like next week. Does it oh. come out so soon? Yeah, it comes out this week. Hmm. It's in theaters Thursday. So, technically Friday. Technically Friday?
2: Yeah. That looks cool. I don't even know what the fuck that is.
1: It's a comic book movie, but it's from this... It's like a lesser-known distributor of comic books called Valiant Comics. But Bloodshot's fucking awesome. Basically, he's... uh, The Punisher and Wolverine put together. So he's a soldier... uh, and he has these nanobots in him that heal him, like no matter how badly injured he is, they put him back together really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And also, they can give him like information on, like, say, how to fly a helicopter or some shit like that. He can take over machines to some capacity with them. So he can fucking chuck. Basically, yeah. But also, he's he's got like. I just thought it was factor. Vin
2: Diesel. So yeah. Like Vin Diesel's playing him. Yeah, Vin Diesel's playing him. He's usually pretty good.
1: Yeah, it'll be alright. it it it'd probably be as good as The Last Witch Hunter, which I love that movie. Loved The Last Witch Hunter.
2: Which one? Is that the one well, with um, Nicholas Cage
1: in it? No, that's uh, Season of the Witch. The Last Witch Hunter was the, the one with Vin Diesel in it. mm Yeah. You never saw that? I
2: probably did. I can't remember all the shit I've seen. I don't know. It's fucking hard to keep up. But yeah, let's hunters. like the Riddick stuff. Even Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, man, I love those. That so good.
1: Yeah. I like them. I like the new one that you made that was just called Riddick. It was good.
2: I thought it was a lot of fun. I didn't see that one. How did I miss this one? Yeah, you,
1: you see Katie Sackhoff's boobies in it. How the fuck?
2: Oh, no. What the f- Yeah. I thought, we saw, I thought we, saw, I saw we saw that in one of the. A fucking.
3: The second.
2: Fucking, I have the damn the thing right there. Starship Troopers. I don't know. I didn't know. No, wait, no, that's the girl from Nick Tuck.
1: Yeah, that's the girl from Nick Tuck I bet that you've seen in that. I didn't ask them to say I don't even realize she was in it, but yeah. I see some of that Katie Sackoff side boob.
2: It's real good. I love a good side boob. Until next time. See you then. See you then. See you then. See you then. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get this shit right one day. I I want everybody in the house that's been
5: partying since they woke up They to get their asses out on the dance floor, right fucking now. Now let's go.